Today at Caleb's Church, we're discussing... One, two, three. Three Keys of Victory! Welcome to Kalos Church. My name is Pradeep Jiva, And I'm Amrita. Kalos means beautiful in Greek. And we know a lot of people have heard or seen ugly things in the church, but we really believe that when you look at the words and the ways of Jesus, it's actually quite beautiful. And so that's why we wanted to create a community where we could ask the question, what is so beautiful about Jesus? If you want to get content like this every Sunday, please subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram. We are so thankful that you joined us online today. And every single week, we do something where we stay connected. We actually have a Facebook group. At our mm -hmm. church, we say we don't want to just be a friendly church. We want to be a church of friends. Mm -hmm. So in this private Facebook group, we all hang out and we talk all throughout the week. We share prayer requests. We share memes. We laugh together. It's so <laughs> fun. And then in our services, we always share something good that is happening, some good news, and then we also pray together. Today, I want to share some good news. Mm. Last week, we prayed that God would provide small group leaders yes. at our church. We are actually launch launching small groups mm -hmm. in September for the fall season, and we're so excited. And we prayed, and I tell you what, this week, we had some incredible leaders at Kalos Church sign up to be small group leaders, and it's going to be really great. Mm -hmm. Wait till you find out. We'll share more about that in just a minute. But God answers prayer, my friends, and we're yes. so excited. It's not too late to become a small group leader. We'll tell you more about that as well here in just a minute. We also want to spend some time praying together. We are in a 21-day fast, praying and fasting together mm -hmm. as a church. This last week, I got to pray with some people, and I prayed with a single mom this last week, and it was just such a wonderful conversation, and it made me realize I, I really want to pray as a church for all the single parents out yes. there. Maybe you're out there, and you're experiencing stress and some difficulty being a single mm -hmm. mom or dad. So I just want to extend a prayer to you specifically yes. today. So let's pray together. Father, thank you so much for the ways that you're working and moving in our lives. And Lord, I want to lift up all the single moms and dads out there, Lord Jesus. Lord, with the quarantine, there's a different kind of stress and pressure on these moms and dads. So Father, I just pray mm -hmm. that your grace would be upon them, that your yes. spirit would rest in their homes. God, I pray that their kids would be extra obedient and good, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father, that you would um, help them as parents, help us as parents yes. to be patient, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I just pray for great strength for single moms and dads out there. Lord, I pray that you would give them peace. You would take care of all financial issues, Lord Jesus. You would watch over mm -hmm. each of these families. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Love it. Well, we are so excited because right now we get to introduce special guests sharing a message all the way from Japan. This is so amazing. Ben and Debbie Block, amazing missionaries in Japan, missionaries that Kalos Church actually financially supports. And they're sharing with us a great message from the book of Esther. And these are our life friends. Yes. You know, we've been friends for decades. We actually got engaged on the same day <laughs> on purpose. 
<laughs> I know that's super weird and a little bit awkward, but we did it. We were talking on the phone, we made arrangements. Let's do well, it. Well, us girls didn't know. No, you had no, you yeah, probably no. wouldn't have wanted to share that special <laughs> moment. But that's the kind of people they are, the kind of friends they are. We have so many adventures. They have such a passion for Jesus. Yeah. They've given their lives to share the gospel. And so I just want to encourage you to, to lean in, learn from both of them as they tag team preach a message from Esther. Hey, let's give them some digital love, maybe an emoji high five, maybe uh, a little message that says, thank you for coming we want to receive your anointing and your message today in our hearts just something casual like that come on <laughs> let's give it up kayla's church hey kayla we are so excited to be with you today this is ben and debbie block and we are here in japan as missionaries and uh, it's such an honor to be able to share with you about the book of esther today we just want to say how much we love your pastors, Pastor Pradeepin and Amrita. They are truly phenomenal. They're yes. the real deal. Mm -hmm. I've been friends with Pastor Pradeepin for over 20 years. Wow. Believe it or not. <laughs> and um, Pastor Amrita has a great voice. She actually sang in our wedding. And so I encourage you ask her to sing for you sometimes. She is phenomenal and they just love God. They love people. And um, we're so thankful to be friends with them. And also your lead team. Yeah. Amazing. You guys are amazing. Leaders. We listened to the message they shared the other day, Andrew and Rachel and Amy and Linda just killing it. Yeah. And uh, you guys truly have an awesome team of people surrounding you and leading this church. And so we're just so thankful to be able to share as well today. And we're so thankful that you guys, Kalos, are partnering with us. You guys are uh, monthly supporters and prayer partners, ministry partners with us. And we just can't thank you guys enough. We're so happy to be a part of Kalos Church here in Japan, sharing the love of Jesus and making known the beauty of Jesus here in Japan as well. And we wanna get, let you guys get to know our family a little bit. We've got three beautiful little girls Here's a picture of our family. Isabella is three years old, Evelyn is two, and Eliana is almost six months old already. And we wanna show you a little video of our daughter, Isabella. This is, she goes to school here in Japan, and every day they sing a little song, and when they um, come into class, they say good morning to their teacher, good morning to their classmates, and then sing all the little songs, and they say, okay, let's sit down, kind of like the crisscross applesauce hands in your lap song, watch this little video. Hello, Kayleton. I'm Izzy. I'm three years old. And I go to Yoshi and So I sing the song all the time. They say, Ohio, me mecha, Ohio, come. Also, 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 we measure. Ne, ne, also, we measure. See, I did speak. I said, no, Kawhi, that's it. Oh, he's a mother, say me that I'm Oh, I look as I'm a high-sliding shot. Good job. That's awesome. She's learning Japanese. She's going to be speaking better Japanese than us probably pretty soon. In fact, um, I'm in full-time language school, and um, I'll just tell you one quick funny story. There is uh, the words in Japanese for cute and scary are very similar. And a lot kawaii of, and kawaii. Yeah. And when you see kids, you often say, oh, cute, cute, cute. And 
I keep saying the word for scary. Oh, scary, 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 scary. And Debbie's like, you got to stop that. You got to fix your pronunciation. And We'll uh, master it. Yeah, we will. Please pray for us because we're working on the language. That's right. And... But we enjoy being here, and you know, the Bible says the whole earth is full of the glory of God, and we believe that, and we believe Japan is full of the glory of God, we believe Bellevue is full of the glory of God, and you know, um, the statistics say that about 1% or so of Japan is Christian, and so most of the people, the majority of the people are not Christian, um, they're Buddhist or some other religion, they don't know the love of Jesus, they don't know the beauty of Jesus, they think maybe it's just a Western religion or an American religion or something. But I tell you what, we're able to share the love of Jesus with people. And we are, in fact, our church is actually starting to be able to meet again. And we just launched a second service and it's so exciting. I got to preach at that service and God is doing some incredible things. And so we just, again, thank you guys for being a part of our lives and part of our journey. And so let's jump in to the message today, though, from the book of Esther. This story is truly incredible. It's It's got everything to make a good story. It's yeah. got scandal. It's got, you know, shady things are happening. <laughs> There's uh, character arcs in the story. There's mystery, suspense. There's chance of death. There's a happy ending, which I love. A good I happy, love a happy ending. ending. I don't like watching these movies where we're just sad and depressed and crying at the end. It's not <laughs> any fun at all. But this book is so amazing. And today we want to share with you three keys to victory from the book of Esther. And so here they are. The first one is mentorship. The second one is choosing to take action. And the third is implementing God-given strategy. So the first uh, point here, let's look at Esther 2.7. It says, Mordecai had a cousin named Hadassah, whom he had brought up because she had neither father nor mother. This young woman, who is also known as Esther, had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Feels like they're talking about my wife here, but <laughs> Mordecai had taken her as his own daughter when her father and mother died. And, you know, the importance of mentorship and pouring into other people is so important. Andy Stanley, a pastor, says this, sometimes the greatest thing you do for the kingdom of God is not what you do, but who you raise. Wow. And I totally believe that as parents, we have three daughters and I tell you what, it is so much work to pour into them and to be consistent and to love them, but they need it. And we're praying for them and we're praying that they'll do even greater things than we are doing. And I tell you what, as a kid, Esther, she was an orphan, but as an adult, she was the queen. This didn't happen by accident. Right. Mordecai took her in at the cost of his time, his energy, his money, and he poured into her, loved her, cared for her, mentored her, and fathered her. And she developed incredible qualities. She was wise. She was beautiful. She was. Um, she submitted to her cousin Mordecai. She learned those things. She was gentle. She was brave. And these things, uh, Mordecai was able to teach her. And I think this verse in Esther really stuck out to me. Let's read Esther 2.20. It says, But Esther had kept secret her family background and nationality 
just as Mordecai had told her to do, for she continued to follow Mordecai's instructions as she had done when he was bringing her up. When I read this, I thought, wow, I hope that my daughters, when they're off in college, when they're no longer living under my roof, will continue to follow the instructions that I gave them while they were growing up. That shows that Mordecai did a great job as a mentor, as a parent, raising up Esther. And I just think, wow, I want, I want to do that with my children. Be that godly influence in their lives. Be a great, strong mentor in their lives so that even when they're older, they will continue to follow in the ways of the Lord and continue to follow the instructions, the godly instructions we've given them now at this age. I hold on to that promise that uh, raise up a child in the way he should go. Sure. And when, he'll, when he's old, he will not depart from it. And I hold on to that as we're raising up our children. But this speaks a lot about mentorship too. Who is the voice that's speaking into your life? Who, is, who are you speaking into and raising up as a mentor? Uh, we don't get to places of greatness by ourselves. Someone can help take us to that place. And I want to encourage you to get a godly mentor or several godly mentors, godly coaches for life, for your business, in your parenting, in your marriage, in all these walks of life. Get people who will raise you up, who will speak life into you, who will train you, who will pray for you, yeah. who will encourage you, who will be there for you, and who, who who will be that strong mentor in your life. I believe that this is one of the keys to Esther's success. That's right. And you don't honestly even have to call them a mentor at first. You can just say, hey, can I take you out to lunch? Or can I give you a phone call and learn from you and ask you some questions? And just you know, do, start doing that and learning from people. You can even be, be mentored by someone by reading their books and learn yeah. and then find other people so that you can be pouring out into others. Jesus said it this way, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And so we need to be pouring into people. We need to be making disciples, be mentoring people, be fathering, mothering people, be pouring into others. It's so important. And so the next point here for the next key to success from the book of Esther that we're talking about today is taking action. You need to take some action. And so you guys probably know this already if you've been following along in this series, but what happens was Mordecai hears about this edict that goes out that all the Jews are going to be annihilated. And so he's like freaking out right now. And what happens is he is wailing and weeping and putting sackcloth and ashes on himself. And I mean, just can you imagine putting ashes? Let's just all think about that. Mm. I looked that up today. It is uh, a weird visual and that he is hurting and listen to what Esther wants to do in verse four of chapter four when Esther's eunuchs and female attendants came and told her about Mordecai she was in great distress she sent clothes for him to put on instead of his sackcloth but he would not accept them so what happens is Esther hears about Mordecai's behavior. And I think maybe she's a little embarrassed. Mm. She's like, why is my cousin acting like this? Why is a fellow Jew acting like this? And let's just get his behavior to change. Mm. And 
verse 5, Then Esther summoned Hathak, one of the king's eunuchs, assigned to attend her, and ordered him to find out what was troubling Mordecai and why. The, so finally, she's trying to figure out why is Mordecai acting like this? What is going on? And a lot of times we want to change people's behavior and have behavior modification rather than heart transformation. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Behavior modification, not heart transformation. Hmm. She wants him to just change his behavior, put a mask on, change your clothes, stop embarrassing us. And what really needs to happen is she needs to say, why are you acting like this? What's going on in your heart? And how can I help you? And once she understood the what and the why behind Mordecai's actions, then she joined in with him. And he actually calls her to action. He says, this is the most famous verse mm. in probably all of Esther, Esther 4.14, where Mordecai says, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place, but you and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Mordecai calls Esther to action. He reminds her of the authority that she has. He reminds her of yeah. her royal position and says, use it, take action to save your people. And that's what a true mentor does, right? That's calls right. us to action, call, maybe calls us to do something difficult we maybe don't want to do, but we really should do. Yeah. And at first Esther resisted, but when she understood, okay, I really need to do this. And her mentor prompts her on, mm. she chooses to take action. That's right. And once she takes action, then we see the victory coming. So it was, I, my question to you today is what area of your life, what battle are you facing that mm. you need victory in? Will you get the victory by staying silent? Will you get the victory by remaining stagnant? Probably not. Take action. Choose to take action. This is a just a simple example. You know, after having three kids, I got my little pooch from my belly. And I'm like, I want this pooch to go away. I want to lose weight. But if I just sit still and think, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to lose weight. But I don't do anything about it. I'm not going to lose weight. I need to take action. I need to exercise and eat healthy. Take that action to get that victory in my life. But on another more serious level, if I want to win Japan mm. for Jesus, yeah. I need to take action. I can't just sit here yeah. and do nothing. I need to pray mm. for my neighbors every day. I need to invite people when I get the opportunity. I need to share the love and beauty of Jesus That's with right. them. I need you to tell them about Jesus. Take action. And then I'm going to see Japan won for Jesus. That's right. One of, actually, our brother-in-law, Nate, here, he also lives in Japan and he's a missionary and he felt like the Lord spoke to him uh, to take some action to start a YouTube right. channel. It's called Life in Japan. And so probably for about the first year, he was making videos and only seeing maybe a couple hundred views on these videos. And it's just kind of chrono chronicling his family and their life here in Japan and what's happening. And and he'll talk about the Lord in it. He'll invite people to church. If you guys want to experience, you know, what's what we do on a Sunday, you can come to church. And so for about a year, it didn't really take off. But then something happened. Yeah. And it started taking off. Now, the premiere video on Friday night, and it'll get maybe 20,000 views on just the first weekend. One of their views, one of their videos has almost a million views. And in these views, 
they're able to explain what Easter is about, why they're here in Japan. They're able to invite people. In fact, one person came to our church and got baptized at our church. And it's just because he started taking action and God is moving through that. And I encourage you, whatever it is, what, what God's speaking to you about, take some action. Be faithful in the small things. You know, Mordecai said, maybe you come to your royal position for such a time as this. And you know what? Kayla, we are, as Christians, we are royalty. That's right. First Peter 2.9 says, but you are a chosen people, yeah. a royal priesthood. Our father is the king of kings. Yeah. And so that makes us royalty. And we have come to a royal position for such a time as this. And, yeah. you know, we were... Like I said earlier, we were watching or listening to the the sermon that the lead, some of the lead team was sharing, and when uh, when Rachel Jennings talked about this verse, you know maybe you've come to your royal position for such a time as this. I just felt like Kalos is in Bellevue for such mm -hmm. a time as this. I believe yes, that Kalos is. A strategic church is a church that God wants to use and I believe is using in a powerful way. And I believe the best is yet to come. It's just the beginning. God has amazing things for Kalos. And so And I am so inspired yeah. by the way Kalos has been taking action during this time of quarantine, during this time of just living life in our current world. It's been amazing to see what Kalos is doing through prayer and fasting, gathering and just living for Jesus yeah. and making known the beauty of Jesus in mm. Bellevue. I just love it. So good. Love it. And so that takes us to the next point, implementing God-given strategy. Yeah, that's right. Um, Esther says in verse uh, chapter 4, verse 16, Go, gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Mm. Okay, Esther, through fasting and praying, she gets a strategy. I believe it was a divine strategy. She goes before the king after three days of fasting and praying. She puts on her royal robes. That in itself is a strategy. She caught his attention. Yeah. She caught the king's attention. And then she invites him to come to a mm. banquet that she has prepared, him and Haman. And they go to that banquet. And now I imagine the king is so curious. Why did Esther risk her life to come before me, to invite me to a banquet? She could have yeah. invited him through one of the eunuchs or some, some other way, but she presented herself before him. So that caught his attention. He asked her at the banquet, Esther, what is your petition? What is your plea? And she says, would you come to another banquet hmm. tomorrow night? And I'm like, when I read that, I was like, what? What in the world? Why didn't she just ask him? But that's the strategy. Mm. That night, the curiosity has built so much in him. He can't even sleep. There's many um, theories as to why he couldn't sleep. But I think that the king was very curious. What is Esther's request? What is her plea? Mm. So when he comes back the second night, him and Haman, and he asks Esther that question again, she presents her request before him. And her request is fully granted to her. I believe that she had been given a God-given strategy and she implemented that strategy and it worked. She got the victory. Mm, she got the right. success. And I just want to encourage you to seek God. Spend time in prayer. Spend time fasting. Yeah. Asking God for, for strategy 
for you to win the battles that you're facing, for you to have victory in your life. Here in Japan, we do that a lot. We ask God for strategies for winning the loss. And one of the strategies that God has given us is prayer walks. Um, some of the girls from our family group that meets here in our home on a weekly basis, they had started going on prayer walks. And um, they would go after, we'd meet at our home on Sundays after church. And then after the meeting, they would go out and pray and walk. And they'd ask God, Lord, show us people who we could specifically pray for. One day they were prayer walking and they saw this lady named Miyuki. They felt like the Holy Spirit said, go and talk to her. Mm. They went and talked to her and she was open to the gospel. Right then and there, she prayed, giving her wow. life to Jesus. And then she came the following Sunday to church. And then soon after that, she got plugged into a family group. She got she started getting mentored and discipled by someone in our church. And then she got baptized. And this is so cool, part of her testimony. She recently told us that she was an alcoholic. And even though she had given her life to Jesus, she was having a hard time quitting drinking. She was having, she just drank a lot every night. She'd get drunk and she was just an alcoholic. But after she made that decision to get baptized, she was set free wow. from alcoholism. After baptism, she said, I didn't have a problem with drinking anymore. I did. I was no longer an alcoholic. It was a miracle. So that is so awesome how God made that miracle. Yeah. And it was all through the strategy of prayer walks. So what is the strategy that God is going to give you for you to get the success and victory in your life? Another strategy yeah. we have is just inviting people. Ben is so good at this. Inviting people any chance he gets to come to our church. And in fact, when he was meeting in person for his language studies before Corona season, um, he invited, there was a girl in his class who started asking him questions about his church. He invited her to church. She and her husband came to our church. After several Sundays, she felt the Holy mm. Spirit tugging in her heart. She raised her hand to give her life to Jesus. And we've been, she's been part of our family group now. We've been mentoring her and her husband. And she just told us this week, she's ready to get baptized. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Awesome. This was through God-given strategy. That's right. And you know, reading through this book of Esther, the king actually tells the queen Esther three times, what is it that you want? Up to half my kingdom. And I believe that there will be distractions that will try and keep you from fulfilling and implementing the God-given strategy. Distractions mm -hmm. right. from taking action. Uh, when you start, maybe you'll start strong, but there's going to be distractions. Maybe it's for wealth or fame or popularity or a relationship with that man or woman or whatever. Things are distracting you from the focus right now that God has has for you. And she could have been like, yep, I'll take half the kingdom and just, just said, you know what, yeah. that's it. And that's my request. But she stayed focused. And I tell you what, she truly was there for such a time as this. And we don't want to come to the critical point in our lives mm -hmm. and not be ready for it. Yeah. We want to be ready. Yeah. And we got to start being faithful now in the small things. And then we'll be faithful yeah. when those times come. And so just to conclude, we these are the points. Mentorship. It's so important. It's a key to your success. Yeah. And it's a key to someone else's success. Yeah. And you can be part of helping others succeed just like Mordecai, his big moment was helping Esther yeah. in her big moment. And so take, uh, be a mentor, get mentored. And then secondly, take action. What is it that God's speaking to you about to step forward and move forward in? And 
Lastly, implement God-given strategy. And I encourage you to take some time fasting, praying, trusting God, believing God that God's going to speak to you and give you some ideas about how to move forward. And um, then what's going to happen, and this is what we see happen in the book of Esther. God turns our weeping into leaping and our fasting into feasting. Yeah. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and I truly believe it. It, it, it can happen for you. <laughs> so, I think we should time out. <laughs> Got too excited there, too excited. Too excited. <laughs> I knocked my laptop over. I don't know where to pick up. Probably. Pretty been pleased that it edited this. And you know what's going to happen when we do that? God is going to turn our weeping into leaping and our fasting into feasting. Yeah. Come on, somebody. <laughs> and I believe it. God can do it for you. He did it for Esther. He did it for the Jews in the book of, es- in the book of Esther. And God wants us to live in victory. He yeah. wants to be with us through the struggles, the trials, but he doesn't want us to end on a low note. Yeah. He wants us to end on a high note of That's victory. Right. So Kalos, let's pray together and uh, truly put this message into practice. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for Kalos. I pray your blessings on them, each and every single person watching today. Yes. Father, help us, Lord, to Put this message into practice, Lord. Help us to be mentored, to be submitted under someone. Let somebody speak into our lives. Help us to pour into someone else, Father God. I pray that we would take action and we would implement God-given strategy so that we can fulfill the plans of God that are on our life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow, Ben and Debbie, thank you guys so much for such a timely and encouraging word. I hope that you were encouraged today. Amen. And for those of you who maybe were listening to Ben and Debbie and wondering about Jesus, maybe have some questions about Mm -hmm. who he is and the God of love that we see all throughout the ages in the scriptures, I want to give you an opportunity today. If you feel far from God, you can surrender your life to him. In fact, we'd love to say a prayer with you. It's not a magic spell, but it is you surrendering your life, making Jesus the king of your heart today. So let's pray all together this salvation prayer. Mm-hmm. Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus I, need I need you. you. Thank, Thank you for, for dying, dying on the cross for me. For me. I, I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Take control of my life. I turn from my old ways and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. Well, if, hey, if you made that courageous decision today, we're so proud of you. We want to know about it. We hope yeah. that you can be a part of a church community that will walk along with you. Would you let us know that you made that choice today by simply texting Jesus425 right now to the number on the screen? Love that. Well, what a powerful day. What a powerful message. If you know someone that could use a message like that, they could use some victory in their life. Yeah. Please share that, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, share it. Let's get the gospel out. Well, now we're excited to worship the Lord with our finances and tithes and offering. As you know, when you give to Kalos financially, we're not just giving for the sake of giving, but we're making an investment in life change 
outreach, sharing the gospel. And we want to showcase a story. And as you get ready to give, there's a link on the screen. You can digitally give. We would love for you to set up recurring giving. It just makes it easy for us to advance the gospel and make some plans. But to show the impact that we're making, we have a testimony from Emmy, who's on our Connections Dream Team. You might have chatted with her right now. She's awesome. But let's hear this testimony from Emmy. So I'm really excited to share my personal story with small groups. And just to give a little background information, I joined Kalos around late October 2019. And it was great. When I first walked through those doors, people were so welcoming and they were so kind when I joined. But I still wanted to build that deeper connection with people. And that's where small groups really came into play. And it was through that experience, I got to meet people I probably would have not met because naturally one example is that there's two different service times. And so small groups really helps you meet new people, but most importantly, you build this sense of community of new friendships, but also meeting other people that can help you grow in your path to learning more about Jesus. And that's something that's so valuable. And what's also really great about small groups too is that there's something for everybody. My very first small group was a book study and then the second one I had the awesome privilege to help lead and that one was watching Studio Ghibli movies with people over Zoom. And so I really encourage anybody that's new to Kalos, if you're looking for community, if you're curious about Jesus, or if you're just looking for new friends, small groups is a great way to do that. And if you decide to join, I hope I get to meet you guys. It would be great. And then people that are already regular Kalos members, I'm super excited to meet you too and just grow and meet all these new people. And it'll be great. There's something for everybody. So yeah, I encourage small groups and they can make a huge difference even during quarantine. Emmy, thank you so much for sharing. You have such a happy spirit, yes. doesn't she? Yes. I love it. I love it. Well, we have a few announcements before we get to sing with our amazing worship team. Mm -hmm. The first announcement is tonight at 7 p.m. We are having a church Zoom bingo party. And it is so fun. I personally participate in these things and I have won and I like it. Yes. I don't know if I'm allowed to win this pastor, but I love yeah. competing in it. And if you have some friends who are considering the church or just wanting to make some new friends, join us for bingo. Yeah. It's going to be so good. And it's so easy to jump in a Zoom bingo night. Mm -hmm. Second announcement is that if you want to be a small group leader, you can go to kalos.church groups and sign up. And we really encourage you to do this. You don't have to be a, a professional pastor. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have the old Bible memorized. All we're asking is that you make yourself available, whether it's on Zoom or some way you can connect with people. You can read books, you can watch movies, you can play video games, you can paint. Just make yourself available to interact. That's all we ask. Yeah. So you can go to that website and sign up to be a leader or just express interest. We would love to have you yeah. on the team. Third announcement is that Unveil on August 23rd is happening and we get to meet all our new small group leaders. We get to cast vision and we are giving away a special blend of coffee roasted by uh. Dwell Coffee for the first 50 people that sign up. You want to be there. We as a church will strategize, 
pray mm. and really cast vision for the future all while sniffing that sweet special kalos oh, so it's gonna join be us. amazing yeah. and tasty so get get the link information for that in our description and you can participate and the last announcement is if you want to join the sponsor a teacher outreach that we're doing please email admin at kalos.church and they'll give you all the information about providing 30 dollars so that we can provide a very special blessing care package for teachers in the Bellevue yes. School District. And I, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Just such a tangible way of making them mm -hmm. the beauty of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, why don't we pray a blessing? Yes. May you know and make know the beauty of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Yes. Make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to you and give you peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
It's like holy. 